Hey, what's good? What's going on, everybody? You already know who this is, and it's definitely your favorite sofa child. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Shark, come back to you once again. And utmost high stuff, Amari, at the PEG podcast, y'all. And you know I had to come in, bring y'all more fire, not just with the artists of the week to continue to uplift y'all frequencies, but I had to come dive in with my man, Wolfman himself, Mr. Food Hunt himself, to come like share some food knowledge with y'all, share some some basic knowledge, y'all, and, and just spread some more love with food. Cause we all like food, I know I do. My kids love food, so man, who who's the better one to ask for themselves? Yeah, y'all don't know him himself. He's an influencer. He's a content creator, and man, he he's like I said, the man for the food. So I'm gonna give you an opportunity to come on, man, and let everybody know who you are. So how you doing, Mr. Wolfman? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me. I listen to a bunch of your podcasts, and I love it. I love your Thank you. positivity and what you're the vibe you're throwing out there. Yeah, appreciate it, man. It's all about positive energy, man. And what's a good way to bring in some food in with that positive energy? So, um, you know, you a content creator, you an influencer. Um, where, where, let everyone know where you started off um, doing the food itself. Uh, so I started doing the food like uh, just kind of randomly, like. So it's hard. All right. So I did a, a music show called UDTV Underground Downtown in Florida. And I did that for about uh, 10, 12 years. So in that, it was like music, comedy, culture. It was like a whole thing. And we like, we booked bands, we promoted it on TV. It was pretty mm -hmm. cool. So in that, I had a segment called Munchy Madness. And it was like a little cooking show. And we did all the stuff and we ended up cooking on some menus and it started as a short order cook. So I came here, I stopped really doing the music and I started hitting the food and it just I just started blogging naturally and then meeting all the people. And then when COVID hit, I decided to hit it really hard and do some takeout. And I, you can see behind me, this is my little burger yeah. My little food cave, you know, <laughs> and I just started doing takeout just to spread the word. So now we're starting to do a series where we're just trying to uh, basically help spread the word for the small businesses that have been struggling because of COVID. A lot of them shut down. A lot of them don't have money for advertising. So I'm coming in there and trying to showcase like my favorite dishes, their signature dish, and also their backstory, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so, so basically, spreading the story behind the burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just burgers. It's, it's everything. You know everything what I mean? Food. So we're, yeah, the food hunt is is gonna be just like we're, I'm on a kick for Thai food lately. Like I've been digging Thai food, and I've been Thai to like five or six, and I didn't realize how good Thai food was. Yeah, it's really <laughs> like, good. Holy yeah, I always liked it, but I didn't realize how specific. So so we're doing stuff like that, breakfast burritos, burgers, of course. And then we're also going to do vegan. Uh, and then talking about the culture, like we're working. I don't want to drop the the places yet because we didn't record. But we're working on places like on Sunset, mm -hmm. you know, on the Strip, you know, like Hollywood. And then all around all the different neighborhoods, you know, so. That's basically what we're trying to do with the food hunt. And I also look for like street art. So I do a thing called the hunt for the best street art. Yeah. So yeah, so I've been looking at street art too and, and stuff. And sometimes I'll talk to some of the artists and I'm trying to incorporate that into the food hunt and, and maybe either like on the way to the food hunt or 
uh, a lot of these places like have great artwork, like delicious mm. pizza on Sunset. They have awesome artwork, so maybe showcase that artwork and stuff, and then that way you kind of get the artist vibe as well, you know. That's that's a very creative way to not only feature belly, but um, spread other people' work, whether it's in food and whether it's in art. That's that's cool. Well, why did you decide to do the art though? You know, incorporate art inside of the food hunt. Um, I mean, I, honestly, it's just walking around. I live in a really nice area. Uh, well, not so much nice as as far as uh, tourist area. So right. there's tons of artwork where I'm at. So okay. I, I walk my dog and I walk the alley and I'll just see these amazing paintings. Some of it street art, some of it graffiti. Uh, you know, some of it's from the actual shop. You know, uh, like on Melrose, there's a, a pizza place called Pravami. And outside in the back, you don't even see it if you go there unless you're going the back. And it's like, you know, little pizza wings. Mm. So you go there and then there's a little thing of pizza. I'm not sure if it's wings, but it's like a, a cool little artwork of pizza. And it's like, it's cool stuff like that. So a lot of people don't even know that exists. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it, that kind of what got me into it. And then and then going all over and just seeing it and just going, man, there's some really good things. And then I ran up on a couple people. And then this one guy like sat there for an hour and was talking about the difference between street art and graffiti. Oh, there's a difference? Yeah, like, cause he's all like, he was so cool about it. And he's all like, uh, I, I'm not a street artist. I'm like, oh, well, you're doing street art. He's like, no, 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 I'm doing graffiti. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he's like, street art's different. So I'm still trying to figure out exactly what the difference is, but street art, I believe is like, I think planned and designed and maybe even could be like, you know, copy pasted type stuff. Like how they do wordsmith and banks, right. stuff right. like that. Where I think graffiti is live, free flowing, uh, not using any kind of frames or okay. it's freehand. Okay, freehand, more yeah, more like yeah. with no no structure. Yeah, and spray paint and stuff like that. Where a lot of the street art you see uh, is is people going up there and posting the street art. Or, or posting mm. copies and stuff. So I, I think I'm still, I'm still exploring this, you know. But yeah. I think that that's that's the difference between the two. So and that's pretty cool to be able to dive inside. Like I said, you never miss a meal um, on showcasing these arts because that's the food hunt. You know, that's the main yeah. primary of it. And then being able to showcase art indifferently. No, that's very dope. So y'all got to be able to tap in a little bit more into the podcast with my man Wolf Hunt because we about to dive a lot deeper, dive into some of his favorite dish, some of the craziest food that he ever tried and what's to come. All right, so look, you want to tap in, follow him on all social media. He's going to be able to give out his social media in, in the podcast. So y'all want to stay tuned, man. But what I want to do, I want to be able to set the move and give back good vibes to the ones that are listening right now and uplift each other while we continue to connect. So I want to take a moment and give a moment of silence to the most high. And what I really want to encourage that I don't persuade anyone. It's all about positive vibes. So whatever you consider your most high, please 
add it in there, okay? But you know, I always love to give it to the um the guest speakers that come on because a lot of them are powerful people, like even like you, that's showing us like when you go to this place, this is a food that you can go check out and not only check out but inspire someone's art too, because you're looking at it, you're watching it, and you're eating their favorite food. So man, if you if you can join us in a word of prayer. Um, would you like to hold the word of prayer so we can start off, or would you like me to do it? Uh, you can do it if you don't okay. mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. All right. So we're about to hand a quick word of prayer, and then we'll continue to move forward further. Father God, we come to you as humble. We know how. Just saying, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for just the connection with Wolfman and the team itself. Positive energy and being able to spread positive energy and food hunts around the world. Just saying thank you to the platform, iHeartRadio, and the ones that's listening, and just want to continue to spread positivity around the world. In your name we pray, amen. I appreciate that, man. It's always love to give back to the most high, but um, your your story is, is, is so creative to me because I'm a very creative person. You know, I like art in different things. And although art is in food, but a lot of times you see art in food like culinary. You know, you go to the school, you do this, but you talk about the the, the spots that um, many people wouldn't even know is there if they didn't live in those areas. So what would you say would be the start? Why was the start of this whole food hunt? Uh, I mean, it's a good question. You know, like I always, when people ask me this, I always say like when I started cooking, but after doing a couple of podcasts, I, I was thinking about it. I, I think the start of it, to be honest with you, is is my grandparents, uh, both of my grandmas, because my one grandmother was like uh, German, you know, like from, you know, like off the boat, you know what I mean? Like came to Brooklyn, New York and had like a soup kitchen and worked at a church right. uh, and then did this whole soup kitchen. And then she made these, these cool recipes. So I she kind of got me curious of that. And then my other grandmother was such a foodie before that term was even a thing. And she we would go to all these restaurants and she would critique them like, I won't go there because, you know, their eggs are always runny or yeah, yeah, they 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 only you know uh, uh toast one side of the bread and i don't like it was so particular what she liked and then we would keep going to those places she liked and and then like i look back and i'm like yeah that's pretty much it i got i got yeah. i pretty much got her like food critic sense and then my my other grandmother's like cooking stuff uh and, and stuff like uh when i did the munchie madness mm. Uh, and this was like, man, like this is how to have been like 15, 20 years ago. Right. Uh, my grandmother passed away and I did the little cooking show. Uh, and and I, I, when she passed away, I, I went and I got all her clothes and I ended up wearing like some of her clothes. Well, in like three of the episodes, I wore her clothes. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, like like one of them is pretty obvious was wearing a dress and the other one you, you couldn't really tell. And then mm -hmm. the other one was China and then I, I wore did. a hat. So it, it was a little weird, you know, but but it was it was it was cool and that was my way of paying homage to her for like the cooking. Right. So for, for, yeah, so I think it goes all the way back to to my family. <laughs> Just being able to tell it so your family had the genes of food and it passed it down to you. Yeah, um, and I wouldn't even think they knew it, you know what I mean? Because they never really taught it, they never really monetized it. You know what I mean? Like right. really What was your know, grandma grandma's favorite dish? Uh, 
my one grandmother's uh was meatballs from this special place in upstate new york bingmington new york mm. and every time i was going from long island to rochester she would make me stop at bingmington and there was this italian restaurant and their meatballs uh, look a little bit like sausages and then <laughs> so that was and she would get like a hundred dollars worth and we'd have them in the freezer mm. and, and like she would she loved those uh, and then my other grandmother, the German grandmother, she she loved uh, making goulash, and then she loved butter bread. That's good. Goulash is good. Yeah. So, yeah. and I, you know, I and I'm so disappointed in myself being young that I didn't really listen and really grab onto her cooking until after she passed away. Mm. You know what I mean? So like right. I look back and I'm like, oh, that's missed opportunity. So I try to encourage my son and encourage all your listeners, you know, man, when you're young and, and, you, and you don't appreciate the things around you, man, try to open up. You know, if you have a right. relative that's good at something, try to learn from it. You know what I mean? Because you might not want it now and it might not seem like you care, but later on, especially when that person passed away, that's how you can carry that name is by doing that. You know, that's what true. I mean? so so I can I definitely encourage that, you know. So and I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing with my grandparents, you know, kind of playing it forward, you know. Now for real, cause a lot of people would call it crazy, you know, that that you go and you dip, um venture off to these different type of places and pick different type of foods. And um we was talking earlier. Um, I want the listeners to hear the crazy number, you know, if they, have, if they haven't tapped into you yet, but you know, you have tasted a lot of burgers and I don't even think my brother, he loves burgers. I don't even think he has tasted that many burgers. So let the listeners know how many burgers in a lifetime have you tasted already? Man, like, I feel like a lifetime, the number's gotta be up there. But when we were talking, I said like 500. But like after thinking about it, it's got to be like more like if you're talking a lifetime, it's got to be up there. <laughs> yeah, know, it's, yeah. So it's got to be a thousand. But it, but if you're talking since I like the last say since I've been in L.A. or say five years, mm. yeah, it's got to be it's got to be a minimum five hundred. Minimum you know, five hundred burgers. Yeah, like when, when I went to Seattle, uh, my buddy Yoshi Gish, he flew me out there and we filmed it and uh, Ryan Summers did the filming. And basically I was telling you, I did 69 burgers in 10 days on Capitol. Yeah. And then we just went and ate a whole bunch of different types of burgers. Uh, we, we paired some of them with beer. It was pretty cool. So like that experience alone was like crazy. And then we've I've done a couple of other little things like that. So how do you how do you stay not full? You know, sixty nine burgers in ten days. I would have been full. How you not yeah. like, not be full? Well, so I always say this. You know, full disclaimer, right? Um, I'm honest, right? I'm not trying to be sneaky here. So I don't eat, I didn't eat every burger. Okay. Full on six. Full on. Okay. Okay. So I would say like, I should probably say like I sampled. So Sample. I would eat like a half. Now there were burgers. I ate a full burger because it was, you know, it was hungry. It was the only one we were sampling. <laughs> whatever. So I, there were full burgers I ate, but in general, uh, like, like for instance, uh, this one place put out like six burgers. Right. 
I, I don't even think I could eat six burgers. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like it's common sense that right. people I didn't eat all the burgers. You know what I mean? Like, like there's no way. And, and if I did, once again, I was going to another place an hour later doing more burgers. So I, I had to also, I didn't want to puke. <laughs> right. So it's mainly like sampling the burgers, especially when you have so many at one time. Yeah, and depending on how many they were, I would I would cut them in half, and then I would I would cut them in half, and then I would get it to the crew because Yoshi would have, would want to sample it. Uh, the camera guy Ryan, uh, we had other people with us sometimes. Sometimes mm -hmm. we had guests with us. So and then like it's funny because you, like you'd be eating it and then like you'd rate it and you could just see them. And and the the best part is the the camera guy was vegan or veg no ve vegetarian. Uh, but not like strict. So I don't know if he's gonna get mad at me for saying this, but like, uh, he broke his diet, you know? Because <laughs> he, he sat there like after the, I think it was like the first, second day, um, the second or third day. Like I know he held out. Yeah, he broke his I diet. I remember one of them, he just looked at it and he's like, cut me off a piece of that. And I gave it to him. I'm like, aren't you vegetarian? He's like, yeah, shut up. You know, like he's like, did he ate a couple, dude? But he didn't get crazy, and, and he did mainly eat vegan, uh, and he wasn't like a straight edge, you know, uh, vegan right. vegetarian. But hey, I, I feel like we got him. And he even said by the end of the ten days, he's like, that's the most meat I've had in like. Yo, <laughs> he's like, but some of those burgers look good. <laughs> which one out of those burgers? Which one would you say was your favorite? Oh man. Um, I can't remember the name of the place, but I do know it's closed down now because Yoshi told me, but it was uh, it was like a falafel place and it was like a lamb burger. So it, it tasted like a gyro. It had this homemade mm -hmm. sauce. It Ooh. was, uh, what do you call, uh, I forgot what you call it. It's, it's their version of kosher uh, uh, meat. So it was really good. Uh, and, and then the guy even did an interview with us and it, it like, after he was explaining it and, and how pure the beef was and everything like that was probably one of my favorite and the, and the most unique one too because it was yeah. like a hamburger and and it just tasted like a euro but it but it had these awesome texture and it was still real soft and stuff so like that that was that was probably my favorite burger out there it sounds good you just describing it <laughs> like where was it? it was in it was in hollywood or in so that one was uh, when I was in Seattle. In Seattle, Capitol. it was in Seattle. Yeah. yeah, okay, on Capitol Hill. That so, is yeah. so that's, uh, and I'm trying to get it where the show, is, the, the first like season is basically all based in LA, all over LA. But we're trying to get it where we'll go to New York, maybe even Florida, uh, you know, yeah. go bounce around, you know, depending on, you know, if we can get the show picked up and, and whatnot, so. Mm, no, that's true. Y'all, y'all definitely onto something. You know, testing the different burgers. Have you, have you ever went to New York before to test the burgers, or well, when you out there, when you grew up yeah. out there, did you have a favorite burger? Yeah. So the, to be honest with you, like I think the start of the hunt for the tastiest burger, because that's what I started before I was doing the food hunt. I, I just did the, the burger. So I and I called it the hunt for the tastiest burger. And uh, this was like 2006. I was working on a sitcom in New York. I flew out there and it didn't work out. And my buddy, Dan, who I went to high school with, uh, ended up bailing me out and let me stay at his place for a little bit and for like a week or two. And mm. we went on a burger tour. 
And that was like the start of my hunt for the tastiest burger. And we, and that was the first time I had five guys. And that was when five guys was really good. And started, yeah. you know, back, back in New York, it was like one of the original locations, I believe. Uh, and then like uh, All American, I don't know if you've ever heard of All I've American. I've had All American, I think one time. Oh, Massapequa, Long Island. Mm. That is, if you're gonna ask me my favorite burger spot of all time, it is 100% All American. All American? Yeah, and I'm not saying it's the best. It's not the best. It's like, but it's like a better version of McDonald's. Uh, but I grew up on it. I, I used to go there after Little League. Uh, it, it's amazing. A uh, little fast food place that's like stood the test of time. So like- It is still good to this day? You feel oh, like it's still yeah. good to this day? Yeah, I have friends that post pictures of it uh, all the time when they're eating it or go there after, you know, partying. And I'm like, oh. you know, <laughs> like, I want to I wanna go there. Like, if I fly to New York, the first place I'm hitting is All-American. Oh, yeah, I'm about to try that out then. I know I've had such appetizer as a kid, but I don't even know. I don't even remember what it tastes like. I just know I had it as a kid. So I'm about to go try it out. Um, what, what would you say out of, you know, since you started your food hunt, Cause you told me in Seattle you had a, a lamb burger and that's unique. Yeah. What would be another creative burger that you had that is memorable? Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Doomies, and this Doomies. is gonna be very weird, right? But I'm gonna go give it out to the vegetarian burger, the vegan burger. Mm. So he does. Uh, Doomies is a place on Fountain and Vine in Hollywood, and it's all vegan and the dude this was all before the craze and this was all before the impossible patty beyond Meat. this was like you know a good two three maybe four years before and doing the burger patties that he created or helped create and then he made his own cheese and created his own vegan cheese so this thing is like a big mac but bigger, it's like a big version of a Big Mac with the, and it's all vegan. And then I don't know if you know anything about In-N-Out. Mm-hmm, yeah, right, In-N-Out. So they have a secret menu and you can get animal fries. So they do a vegan animal fries, which is basically Thousand Island grilled onions. I think that's what it is, just those. So, so they do a vegan version of animal fries and a vegan Big Mac. And so, I got to be honest with you, you know, like I'm not a huge vegan burger fan. I like them and I get them every once in a while, mm. uh, stuff like that. But this one is phenomenal and it tastes a lot like a Big Mac and it's so good. And every time I bring vegans there or even non-vegans, they all love it. You know that what I mean? Is dope. I mean yeah. check it out. Doomies, you say? How do you spell Doomies? D-O-O-M-I-E-S. I have to check that out. It sounds really good. I love vegan food. Uh, my wife, she's a very, she's into like healthy eating. So she's like vegan food too. So uh, that'd be something to try. Like I said, that Impossible Burger. I feel like the Impossible Burger is good. So yeah. I would like to try that. Um, is there any other um, burger that you've added that was not like just the patty was uh, lamb, like when you had lamb, but is there any other one that you had a different type of meat? Uh... So this wasn't recently, but uh, when I used to go to this music festival and they had ostrich burgers. What? Yeah. Ostrich burger. 
and and the funny thing is they actually had a cage with like three ostriches running around i, I think that would freak me out <laughs> not, not only were you eating the ostrich burger but you turn around and the dude's looking at you like you eat my brother homie <laughs> Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah. I wonder yeah. I wonder what the mindset of the ostrich was. Like, it's my turn. Yeah. Next. They must think humans are like the most shallow people ever. Like you're you're just gonna eat me right in front of me, huh? That's, <laughs> that's real nice of you. He's like, thank you. I, I was gonna I was gonna have a family reunion later, but now yeah. I can't, yeah. Yeah, 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 I feel like he turned around and was like, Mom, where'd you go, Mom, Mom? Like, I'm so bad, you know? Like, was it good? It, it was good. Like, it wasn't something I would like. It, it was like a festival thing, you know? Right. Like, like, I don't know if I would open up a place that sold that, you know? Uh, I feel like you were compared to, like, it tastes like chicken, but uh, it, it was a little rough. It wasn't, like, I. it, it was good. Mm. But it wasn't something I would be like, go back and get all the time. Yeah, he was like, mm, I'm good with the yeah. first try. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I will. I mean, I will say this, man. I always, every time I went to the music festival, I was, I would always make it like my first meal and one of my last meals. Oh, okay, okay. Because I always wanted, because I want to get the experience of it and be like, all right. And plus, like, when am I ever going to eat that again? You know what right. I mean? Like, I'm not going to have that again. You know? I don't. I don't think I know many people that can say they ate an ostrich burger. Yeah. So yeah. So I, you're, I, you're like my first one. So hey, there you go. Yeah. First guy I know yes. ate an ostrich burger. Then you also did that with different type of other foods as well. So what would it be a creative dish that you had other than the burgers that you talked about? Uh, let's see. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I, I'll give some love to uh, Sunset Grill. Uh, they they have they do these Hungarian dishes. Mm. Uh, and they do weekend specials and it's always rotating and uh even if it's something like normal uh like the cordon bleu uh they do it in like a different way with a little sweet uh tartar like sauce it's, it's like everything they do has like this different twist and you know and this hungarian vibe and, and they have this schnitzel uh mm -hmm. so good and what what i do is i their burgers are pretty good too so i, I order a burger and then I'll cut half of the schnitzel because the schnitzel is like so big. And then I'll put that on top of the burger. Wow. And, and then I'll make uh, I'll make that. So like I've been doing that like where I'll combine menus and stuff. I'm trying to do that for the show. And then so uh, so I called it like a schnitzel burger. And you know, so it had the schnitzel, the burger, the cheese, and then the condiments and it was so good. You know what mm, I mean? That sounds good. Yeah. So and then and then they do different dishes there all the time. So that was like one of my favorites. You know, was, was that place because they rotate it too. So like every weekend, mm. something different. So it doesn't get like stale. Where's where's this located? Uh, that that's actually Sunset Grill on the Sunset. Uh, I I don't know if you call it the Sunset Strip, but Sunset Boulevard. So that Hollywood. Boulevard in Hollywood. Okay. Hey, Hollywood got some nice spots out there. Hey, guys, that's what a vegan spot said. Now you got the Hungarian spot said. That's what's up. That's what's up. You, you did, did you when you first tried that restaurant? Did you instantly like it, love it, or how did you do when you first tried it? Was it different off the back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been there a while, so Sunset Girls kind of a famous place. 
uh, and then they had new owners and I hadn't been there in like a while. And I just, I went in there and uh, I had a burger and I did a little video uh, and posted it uh, and then came back and was like, man, that burger was good. And then I came back and, and then made friends with the owner uh, and then did a couple things over there at Sunset Grill. I'm definitely gonna feature them in the show and stuff. Uh, uh, and he has an amazing story, you know, like him, you know, like, like he's from Budapest and uh, that, you know, like we were talking about for the show, like not just the food, but the background of the owners and, and mm -hmm. the uh, a lot of the Hungarian dishes, I believe, are his family recipes and stuff like that. And, and you know, we we're talking about goulash, and he actually makes goulash, which Ooh. was one of the things. Like when my mom came to visit, I actually brought her there because it, it some of the menu had some of the flavors, you know, the vibe my grandmother would do. Right. You know what I mean? So right. it, it was cool. So, so yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then it makes her feel at home and. Being able yeah. to eat the goulash, you know, just like your grandmother did. That's that's yeah. a real good vibe to be able to touch other people. Um, even even when they're gone, you know, give them a sense of presence and being able to share that with your mother. That'd be something that, like you say, we, you wish that you had a took on the you and your grandmother cooking more. You yeah. you take your mom to that spot. That'd be like a bonding moment she can keep forever. You know, exactly. so that's pretty dope. Like I'm telling you, like I'm, now I'm thinking different ways. Like I go out to Cali, I'm definitely gonna go try that um, vegan restaurant because it sounded good. And that Hungarian, I like um I like different types of food. Like I'll try different type of food, different type of burgers. Um, I won't try the ones that's too big, like <laughs> like for seven people. You know how on the menu they have um those challenge burgers. Yeah. I'm not the challenge person because I would lose every time. I am not the challenge person, but I'm pretty sure you have uh, probably tried some of them challenges before, right? Yeah, yeah. The, well, the biggest one was, uh, I would have to say, uh, uh, was in Seattle, uh, Katsu. It was uh, Japanese and it was deep fried patty. And uh, it's on my Instagram. I, I, it, it, okay, so this thing was like like this big, right? So yeah. it had, it had uh, one or maybe two uh, deep fried patty. It had a pork chop, an egg, chicken patty. Oh, what else? It had something else. And then it had like the condiments, uh, bacon. Wow. Oh man, this thing was insane, dude. It was like, I didn't even know how to eat it. Now that was one, I had like a quarter of it and it was like, I almost ate it like a corn on the cob just to get every flavor in my mouth. And I, I'm, 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 I was like, I was like, this is hard. Like, I don't know how to get every. Like, I couldn't smush it. Like, you couldn't do anything. Uh, that, that's a pretty like, big burger. Yeah, it was insane. So I don't normally go for the crazy burgers. But if I see it on a menu, I am drawn to it. So like if there was like a crazy burger, I'm definitely going to be like, oh, let me try that, you know, uh, especially if there are people are like with me that will help me eat it or whatever. But right. That was the craziest <laughs> one. And, and the funny thing is, that was one of the places that we sampled like four or five different burgers. Oh, man. So I'm sitting there like, all right, I got to eat this. And then those four, I'm like, oh my God, my, my figure. You know what I mean? That's I'm the like, itis right there. It's instant yeah. nap time right there. You eat that whole burger by yourself, you're going to sleep. It's a coma burger. Exactly. exactly. 
<laughs> yeah. So what are, what are some things that you and the team are looking in the future for, especially with the food hunt, um, some future projects? I know you the man of all projects. So what are some future projects you're looking to do to push more of the man hunt? Uh, we're looking to do uh, episodes. We're starting to film in the next week or two. Uh, and we're doing like, uh, we're trying to do 10 minute episodes for the food hunt. Uh, and then we're also working on like a, a book that we've been working uh, some sample chapters on. Uh, that's kind of like uh, a tourist guide to local eats. Right. So some of the places that are a little bit more off the beaten path, you know, and stuff like that, that have history and whatnot uh, in, in different neighborhoods and the culture and stuff like that. Um, so that, that's that's my main thing. And then, you know, uh, just just really trying to get that kind of moving. And I've been working on the website. I'm trying to get the website to be like where you go to it. And it just has a list of like everywhere I've been, you know? Oh. So like if I've had 500 burgers, you know, I'm going to try to put like all the stuff, you know, there. So it's like, and then, you know, just to kind of promote it. So, and then from there, it would be nice to be able to go on tour, you know, uh, go to different places, maybe go, I would like to incorporate, you know, the artwork, but also music. Music, you know, yeah, that'd be dope too. Musicians, yeah, because a lot of my interviews uh, are, are, are going to have some musicians in it, but uh, some of the past people that I've done stuff with were musicians, like Chaz West, uh, Rain and Bozio, uh, and Brandon Mendenhall. So right. I've also done like interviews with those guys, and we all talk food and all this. So that's what I'm trying to do too. So it'd be nice to go on a big tour with like some big bands, and then incorporate not just the the music aspect, but the food aspect, and then dive into each city we go to and explore the artwork, you know, the food, the history. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it would be nice to have, you know, sponsors and, you know, someone paying for that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what better way though? You like you say, cause if you're, the artists are the ones that move around a lot, right? So to be able to connect with them and have different types of spots they can, they can connect with, that that is dope. And then along with the arts that you was talking about, we was expressing before the podcast that you not only go to these places for the food, but you also look at their artwork too. So now you're doing artists, you're doing art workers, and you're still giving them different places they can go try on their downtime to eat. You know, so that's that's dope. That's a connecting vibe right there. I, I that's anybody connected with food and art, like in music. Yeah. That's that's a everybody's vibe. You feel me? So I don't see why that that wouldn't work. That wouldn't pop off because already you you're the guy that I'm looking for. Like, hey, I go to Cali. I know at least two good spots. So I'm gonna go hit up, you know, and try. So why not? Oh yeah, yeah. You send me an email and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll overshare. I'll send you a list of all like, what do you want? Like, there you go. <laughs> Just a list of places to try. I'm telling yeah. you, we went to Cali and we had this. Um, I don't even know the name of the pizza spot. But it was a pizza spot and it was so good. It was like New York style pizza, so right. good. And my wife, she picked it. She was like, we was like literally on the strip walking and finding pizza spots. And she was like, if it don't have a New York style pizza, I'm not eating it. So I'm like, man, we'll be walking forever. But we found this pizza spot and it was so good. So now that we're like, even with us, we travel, we work, we're looking for spots, different spots to tap into. So you're gonna be the man of all plugs when it comes to the food, man. Yeah, yeah. New York pizza is my favorite too, so. Is it is it because of the oven? Uh, Yeah, I, you know, like this is, it's a great topic because I don't know if people say the water, the oven, the temperature. 
I don't know, man. I feel like it. Uh, I feel like it's all in the attitude. You know, <laughs> I feel like it's all in the attitude of of how you uh, do the dough. You know what I mean? You got to be throwing it up there and be like, "Hey, get off the counter! Hey, how you doing? Hey, you, know, like, you got to have the mojo." Yeah. You know? And it can't you can't be lazy you know you go when i grew up man you you'd be walking in and be like they knew who you were to be like hey wolf man how you doing and and like they would be like hey shake your hand like throw the pizza in the air shake your hand <laughs> hey how you doing you know and it's like I, it, it had that so uh you, you know I'm, i'm partially kidding there but it's like i do feel like it's been the attitude and and how they rolled the dough i do think okay uh a, a lot of the places don't do that You know what True. I mean? So when True. you do need to do a, a little bit more, and then how how they keep it out, uh, and and then you know the oven of course plays a part too. But but I also think it's you know uh, the dough is really where I think it's at. Yeah. You know, but and but other people argue the water too. So the water, yeah, they, like they the water, like the water you put on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like when you sprinkle the water, and and then like when you soften it, like everyone mm. saying the water <laughs> for for dough and bagels and stuff like that. So there's there's a place uh, on Melrose called Ghost Pizza, and they closed down, and now they're reopening, uh, in like a couple doors down. But their thing is that uh, I, I think it's a company called Stubborn Soda, and they actually mimic the city's water. So you hmm. could act. So so I, I don't know how how they're doing it and how legit it is, uh, but it seems legit. I looked it up, you know. So they seem to have patent a way to 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 actually get it to taste like New York water, Chicago water, different kind of water. So they actually have a fountain uh, that that the water is is supposedly formulated to be New York water. So when they use it, their pizza is supposed to be authentic. I don't know if that's a gimmick or what, but that, that <laughs> seems to be something. Yeah, and that's stubborn. I think it's stubborn soda, I think. I got to check it. But but yeah, so they're doing that. So so I think, you know, maybe maybe there is some truth to the water thing, you know? Could be. Know. No, I've heard New York has good water. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, hmm, could be something under there. They have good water, maybe. Oh, so we, I'm like you. It could be the dough. I've seen people do it different ways, like the dough. But what I've yeah. realized, each establishment that we have went into, um, that did the dough, their pizza did taste different than the ones that we didn't see do the dough like that. You know, that that put it on the counter instead of throwing it in the air. So it may, it may be something like you said in the attitude, man. It may be something in the attitude. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have the vibe, man. You gotta put a little bit of elbow grease in there. <laughs> a little bit of elbow grease. <laughs> Along with the burgers, I know pretty sure you had a different type of fries you've tried. I've tried this fries called duck fries. That was probably right. the weirdest fries I ever tasted, but they're good. Um, right. They cook, the instead of cooking in regular grease, they're cooking in duck grease, duck fat. But it's All really right. good. Um, so what is a, a some fries if you had tried if maybe you never tried them before uh i have two of them uh billionaire burger boys it's okay. uh they were they're they're a food truck and now they have a place in compton and uh they they've done uh a couple tv shows uh and stuff and they, they've been blowing up the last couple years and, and their food is absolutely amazing. Hey. <laughs> uh, but they do uh a shrimp jambalaya fries Ooh. 
How you do that? <laughs> How you do that? It's so good, man. It like they do the Cajun, like I think the shrimp thing, and then uh I, I they just they don't have the food truck here anymore. And I saw that it popped up and I ran to it. Uh and, and they had salmon bites. Like uh and then like they just do like really good soul food, you know what I mean? Like it's just so good. Uh and then the other fries was a place called the Bowery. Uh, and there's a Bowery in New York and the Bowery Electric. I, I, I still don't know if, if it's the same owner. I've asked the people and no one seems to know. Uh, mm. But it's Bowery and it's very New York style. So they're not around anymore, but I think they might be coming back. Uh, they're part of like a little restaurant group. Mm. But they they had one of my favorite burgers and stuff. But their fries were, uh, they called them like gravy fries. Uh, and it had like, uh, I think it was uh, beef brisket mm. on top and then cheddar cheese uh, and it was so good. And then it was gravy and, they, and you pour the gravy on it and it came with a side and it was like, and then they had them on happy hour for like, I think, I think it was like nine bucks and then get a beer for five. It was for Hollywood. It was pretty good. It was right there on uh, Sunset and Vine. Uh, and it had, and it was so good. I used to go there all the time. So uh, th those are my two favorite fries. That has definitely beat my duck fries, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the duck fries was really good. It was, um, uh, it was, we went duck bowling. It was in Atlanta. I can't remember where the place was. Uh, it was like ducked off, but it was really good, the duck fries. So, Oh, man, I'm, I'm over here stuck on the jambalaya. You said jambalaya fries, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> jambalaya fries. Man, I'm going to have to come out there to Cali, back out to the Cali, man. Dude, uh, the, the shrimp burgers are getting popular in the Cajun shrimp burgers. A mm. million burger boys does a really good Cajun shrimp. Uh, my, my, my boys uh, in Gainesville, uh, he has a food truck, uh, uh, Swamp Religion, and they do a Cajun shrimp burger. Man, I mean, dude, that's like, that's one of my new things is putting shrimp on the burger. Shrimp on the burger? I never tried that. Yeah, I try that, it's, especially if it's like Cajun. Mm -hmm. Have you uh, tried to build a burger yourself? I know What's you that? mix, you ever tried to build your own burger? I know you uh, mix two yeah, yeah. together, but you're looking to build your own burger? Yeah, yeah, I actually did uh, a burger. I've done a bunch of them because I used to cook at a burger place when for like years off and on. Uh, but yeah, so I did this place, uh, Backstage Lounge. Uh, I ended up managing managing the place, but for a while there, uh, he had a, it was a bar and a lounge and they did live music and everything. And then next door was a barbecue place that mm. they took over. So we were doing this jam night and we would do the food and i basically had to take the barbecue and make my own munchie madness menu so we did this whole thing and the burger i made was it was uh two patties with cheese bacon on egos served mm. with uh maple syrup mm. so, and it did pretty good we used to sell that like pretty good and it tasted amazing on the egos and stuff so mm. uh, I, I do like a little waffle burger and stuff like that and then um 
there used to be a bar open on Melrose called Dark Room, and they're not open anymore. They took the hit during COVID, and hopefully they come back. But uh, I, Thanksgiving, I was there, and my buddy Tony was working, and he actually does the graphics for the Wolfman's Food Hunt now, you know. And I met him right. in the Dark Room, and so I ended up making these these uh, Thanksgiving burgers where it was like half turkey, half ground beef, a little short rib, and then uh, and then I just. It, w it wasn't like my best creation, but it was cool. I put like a little ham, uh, yeah. a little uh, stuffing, a little mashed potatoes, a little garlic, and then a little side of gravy. And it was this big thing. <laughs> he said he loved it, dude. I, and I ended up getting him two of them and they were huge. And I put it on a pretzel bun. Oh, pretzel buns are good. Yeah. That, that's that's a weird creation. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretzel buns are good. <laughs> That sounded good. I, I would that'll be into a chart. That was like a Thanksgiving burger that you put together. Yeah. <laughs> I want it, yeah, I, I'm all about it. <laughs> Who knew, man, this kid yeah. from New York gonna be traveling the world telling people yeah. about different places and creating burgers, man. That's dope. That's really, really dope. And the amount of people that you connect with and that you share their story and tell others about their story, just imagine like those how many people that wouldn't know about that if you didn't do what you're doing you know so kudos to you spreading other people's stories and their their knowledge for what they love and what you love too you like tasting food you know being the critic of the food so man keep doing it well i want to see uh with people out there i, I want to see a lot more people doing exactly what wolfman is doing like doing your passion like don't matter what it is if you're into shoes if you're into if you're into jackets if you should clothes if you're into food whatever it is go out there and create it and put that content out there let others see you doing whether you fail whether you succeed just doing it will, will inspire other people man and what would you say to the to the ones that look into do what you're doing create content based upon food but they don't know where to start uh so I'll say this, man. Uh, just yesterday, I was watching like some uh, motivational stuff, and Snoop Dogg was on it. And Snoop Dogg ha said a few things, and I'm gonna say something that Snoop Dogg said. Okay. Uh, it really rang. It rang to me. This one thing he said, and he basically said, "Whatever you do in life, in in career." It has to be fun and it has to be something you enjoy. So all that brainwash <clears throat> you were told, you know, like, like, you know, like that's not true. What true is so he gets so he basically said, You you don't see me do anything. He's like, You wanna know why you see a smile on my face? You wanna know why I'm doing a commercial and there's a smile on my face? <laughs> I enjoy it. They're letting me write it. I'm part of it. It's I he goes, I never sponsor a product I'm not excited about. Right. He goes, I don't do it for the money. He goes, I could retire, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the the that really you know hit me pretty hard where I'm like, you're right. So that so that was the food, music, all these things are my passion. So I'm like, these aren't things that 
I think I can monetize these, you know, doing the food things hard because I get made fun of a lot because, oh, you're just always posting your meals, blah, blah, blah. So like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and the industry is full of food foodies and food critics. Yeah. So, so like, but it's my passion. So that might be one of the reasons why it's taking off and, and why I'm, I'm getting some success with it. Uh, if it was, I could probably be more successful doing other things, but it, but I wouldn't like it. So. Yeah. My, my thing is is figure out what you like what what you what makes you happy and then don't worry about the money and monetizing it just worry about putting a plan together to get it out there and and see this is my two cents see how it can help the community and, and help where you're living you know around right. that's that's a great start and then you could always bounce from there but but helping the community is great you know what i mean because they'll be more willing to see you start out and fall and pick you up where if you mm -hmm. go mainstream and you fail they're gonna laugh at you and then you're gonna be like ah oh, you know what i mean so you're gonna feel defeated but help the community you know and, and get your start there which is what i did you know i was like hey uh let me help out now i got all these places that want to help out be part of the show do these little pop-ups uh and stuff like that you know right. so it, and and for me create a scene that's my other advice create a scene when, when i was a music promoter we we created we didn't so much create a scene but we maintained a scene mm. and when I was in gainesville there was great new york it had a music scene you had the punk scene you had like everything has a scene so you gotta i'm trying to do the same thing i did there with, with chefs and restaurants and create a community in the scene so it's not just like oh but it's like oh they have this really good or or they get they use local products here you know what i mean so right. so why create a scene in whatever you're doing so so start local and do a scene and make sure whatever you do you love it and that you actually you care. and that's that's very good especially to to the young people out there because um there's so many good creative ideas that i feel like people have in their mind 24 7. i know there's a lot of ideas that goes to your mind that you can be like i can do this and i can do that i can do this but like you said what would make me happy what am i good at that make me happy that i can spread more knowledge to like you said the community and start there you know and, and don't worry about the falls because you're supposed to fall because you, you got to start somewhere you know so yeah. if you fall i feel like that's just a lesson no, I don't know, like say we get defeated a lot of times, but in that defeation is just a lesson. Okay, what can I do better? And the ones that's hating this says, you know, why you posting all your food? That's fine. You know what I feel? I feel like if they don't enjoy the meals because I think you have really good meals up there, that caught my attention, you know. Like, hey, what this guy got up here? I mean, I seen that burrito. I'm a burrito fan, so I saw that burrito, it caught me. So I saw it and I'm like, okay, what he got here? You know, what are you gonna hunt for? So yeah. I'm always into food. So you're gonna attract the people that's into food, you know. The yeah. ones that say, hey man, why you always posting your food? They're just mad because maybe they can't eat what you eating, you know? Maybe yeah. they can't go, they had had opportunity to go explore what you're doing, you know? Maybe they want to do what you're doing and can't do what you're doing because something in them is holding them back. So I feel like if they're hating right now, that just wasn't part of the process. You know, you're part of the process. You believe yourself. You got a team that's eating all these crazy burgers, supporting you. And like you said, people reaching out to you and to support you. That's all that matters. You know, a lot of time we won't get the support from the people that we, we expect. True.
they're just they're not meant for that journey. They're, you don't have to hate them. You don't have to dislike them. It's okay. I, you wasn't meant to share these moments, but there's people that's waiting for Wolfman to come spread it to the world, you know? And internationally, this star scene, you go overseas and, and, and doing different things with food and like bringing that to the, the United States or just bringing that to people around the world. So when they do travel, they know where to go. Oh, I want to try this place because Wolfman said it's good. You know, I'm gonna, I take like I said, two places in Cali, I already want to try just by having this conversation. Like, oh man, that sounds great. Let's go try. You know, and my wife is always down to like eat. We we like I'm always down to eat. It's like we want to eat healthy food. All right, let's go over here. We want to get some Mediterranean food. All right, let's go over here. Like oh, New York pizza. Let's try this over here. So now by tapping in with Wolfman, but hey man, what do you recommend? What do you recommend? You know, the great Wolfman came here, so I need to go there and try it out. So man, anybody that's hating on food, they're psychos. That's yeah. just me. <laughs> That's just me. You know, nobody hates some food. We all like to eat, so it's okay. Shout out to everybody that's still tapped in right now to Mr. Wolfman himself. And I'm telling y'all, we are going to tap in to him and his menu, all right? I seen a, a menu that you had where your favorite foods that you tried already. So I want you to share people your two top dishes that you tried and where they are at. Uh, all right. Since you mentioned the burrito, we got to go with the breakfast burrito. I love breakfast. <laughs> uh, and I got my my favorite. I got a man. It's, it's it's almost a tie between two, but but I gotta I gotta go with Kofax. <laughs> and Kofax is on Fairfax Avenue in Hollywood in the Fairfax oh. district. And basically, man, they have a pastrami breakfast burrito. Yeah. It's like the pastrami, like I'm a New Yorker, so like pastrami, right? Like I didn't think you could get good pastrami out here and it, there's some really good pastrami out here. And uh, I found like three places with some great pastrami and Kofax, so they're owned by a restaurant group or some something along those lines. Uh, and part of that group is Bloodsoe Barbecue mm -hmm. and they do Texas barbecue. And, and it's amazing that guy's been on like uh, networks and won uh, show awards. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So inside his place, he has a ugly drum pastrami. And the guy <laughs> makes his own pastrami. And it is amazing. So they use it in the burrito. And they use the ends, the season ends and the chunky pastrami. Mm. It's amazing. It's so good. You can get it on Gold Belly. So if you go to Gold Belly, you can actually yeah. get frozen sent to you. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, so 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 it's not like I'm just teasing you out here, just dangling the carrot. You can actually <laughs> go to Gold Belly and actually order those from Kofax and and then get the LA experience. I've actually been ordering food myself because <clears throat> you're doing all the food hunt. I miss mm -hmm. some things like bagels and uh, cannolis, uh, stuff like that. So I ended up, uh, I, I got Junior's Cheesecake. I don't know if you ever remember Junior's in Brooklyn. Yeah. My favorite place to go when I was a kid. So like I ended up getting like a big thing of cake from there. So like Gold Belly is good. Like if you can't get what you're used to, like if you move mm -hmm. away, it's not the best, but you know, it gets a little expensive, but it, you know, it's something, you know, I got some good bagels. I even got hot pretzels from New York. What? Yeah. I, I've never heard of that one. That's, that's new to me. 
Yeah, yeah. Check out Gold Belly. It's not like I'm not sponsored by anything, but but they'll deliver. You can actually put what city. You can go L.A., New York. I think they have like Florida. Like you can get like a bunch of different stuff. Hey, he give you all the sauce, man. Tap in. Yeah. If you a food person, <laughs> Dude, you I want to try it. Pastrami, man. I like pastrami. Pastrami is good. Like, and and you got it's certain pastrami. You know, you got to do it the right way. You know, and you got to cure it the right way. And like the ugly drum is some of the best pastrami I had. So, so I'll give that that would burrito would be it. And then my second favorite dish, um, trying to trying to think of something uh, a little more fancy instead of like all like you know, um, <laughs> what 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 would it be? Uh, see, see how. I want to go to my New York roots, <laughs> and, and it's like uh, Tamarind Deli. I, I got to go with that because they have a chicken parm mm. hero, and it's just it's just a chicken parm hero. It's nothing spectacular or anything, right? right. I, I I I could eat it every day. I love it. it. It just reminds me of the New York chicken parm, the breaded chicken parm, and the mo the mozzarella, and mm -hmm. it, just, it just reminds me of New York style deli food. Mm. So, so, so that's one of my favorite ones there too. So, hey man, then like, like I'm, I feel like I'm thinking like 30 billion dishes. You know? <laughs> like, it's like a whole menu going through your mind right now. But man, y'all gotta tap into my man's follow him. Um, shout your social media out where people can follow you on social media to get connected to more food. You know, the man on the hunt for more food. Yeah, uh, www.wolfmanpresents.com. You can tap into that. Uh, and then if you just type in Wolfman Presents, uh, we're on YouTube, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, I've been trying to post things. To, the main thing I would ask, hit up the YouTube and subscribe because I'm trying to hit that number and get the numbers up and stuff. Uh, and then we're going to be doing episodes and stuff. And right now I've got a whole bunch of videos reviewing different foods and then they tie everything else to wolfmanpresents.com and you know i do the street art and one of my other hobbies that i'm turning into something is uh i call it the hunt for abandoned shoes and i find shoes everywhere and just walking around la and it's just amazing i'll find like two or three a day so i've been putting like collages and you know doing stuff like that and just like posting all these different shoes that i find that are abandoned and it turns out there's a whole community of people that do this all around the world what they find shoes uh you know yeah. abandoned shoes yeah missing abandoned uh yeah so uh sometimes you can find the pairs and like i find them all, all over the place it's pretty crazy but yeah, so that's like another thing that I've been doing. So I don't What's know. The what is the oldest pair you've found so far? I, I man, who knows how, how old they are? <laughs> I don't touch them, that's for sure. Uh, but like I walk the alleyways a lot, so I see it. But I saw, I mean, the ones to me are the ones that are like beat up and like you understand why they're abandoned, you know, because you can <laughs> see like, you know, like they're used, they're worn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, it, it's the ones that are like really nice and it's just one of them, you know, and oh. it's just in there. I'm always like, what is the story behind this? Like, <laughs> what like, happened? Like, like, yeah, this is a nice shoe. Like, 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 like where, where's the other one? And what, what happened? <laughs> what happened to this shoe? Yeah. 
that's funny. So now that's an interesting story to capture, you know, uh, what actually happened to the bed shoe. I always like to wonder if it's two shoes, how you just walk off without one. So, <laughs> and if they're nice, man, if they're really nice shoes, you're like, okay, did you forget that you took a shoe off? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's yeah. funny. I, you know, maybe there's a correlation to shoes uh, and, and the legalization of weed in Cali. I, like, like everyone got so high, they lost their freaking shoe. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't even wear a body no more. They just high and lost the shoe and it kept going. Yeah, they forgot where they put it. Legal weed. <laughs> yeah, I think Wolfman posted it on his Instagram. Hey, now now you can go find in the lost and found shoes with, with, with Wolfman. You know when you posted, they were like, I think I saw my shoe on there. Yeah, found the other pair. <laughs> I, I have friends that are like, I never notice all the shoes, and they'll send me pictures of shoes. Like all my friends are like, that's our new thing. You know what I mean? Like you know, you know, you know how many minds you got open now to just lost and abandoned shoes. Now you got yeah. everybody thinking about how many shoes they can find. Yeah, wait, wait. I'm in. I'm in everyone's head now because I'm gonna. I guarantee you're gonna notice it. You're gonna be like, oh, oh, that's a shirt. Oh. <laughs> you're gonna be like a week from now. You're gonna be like, man, that wolf man, dude. I must have seen ten of those, man. I never noticed how many abandoned shoes. Yeah, now you pointed out. And you're gonna be like, seriously, what happened to that? <laughs> like, what? what is your story? No, that's funny, man. To be able to give great content like that and then have people to talk about it, be interactive with it. That's what it that's what you need. You know, I feel like a lot of people are too scared to jump out there and do what you're doing, creating content, different content, no matter what it is, and having fun with it. Like you say, you gotta have fun. You gotta have your own environment and set it. You create it. So man, it is actually a blast to sit here and talk about the all different type of food, man. I am very interested in that Hungarian restaurant you was talking about. Plus, yeah, we said it again. Sunset Girl. Sunset Girl. I got to try it out, man. And the vegetarian, because I tell uh -huh. you, me and my wife is a big vegetarian. So we got to try that out and tap into it, man. That sounded good. What is some advice other than what you already have given, along with some flavor, different type of foods? What is some advice you would give others out there right now that are still maybe scared to take that leap of faith, but you want to push them forward? Man, just, just do it. Just you know, do it. Like, just, just do it. Don't worry about it. Everybody's gonna fail. My my advice would be just don't go into it blind. And when I say just do it, don't start at the high dive. You know what I mean? Like if, if you've never dove into a pool, don't start on the high dive start maybe on the ground floor level, then go hit the diving board, you know? So for many reasons, one, most people can't handle it. Two, don't get discouraged if you can't do it because you're not supposed to know how to do it. Start, do some research, do what you love, research what you love yeah. and, 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 and take baby steps. If you take baby steps, you'll grow and be patient and don't think you have to come out of the gate swinging because nobody does that. And it's not even possible anymore unless you have a shitload of money and, or if you're paying the play. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? And so if you're true. doing it organically, baby steps. And, and to be honest with you, 
blowing up right away is overrated because you can't really go back and now you're pigeonholed into whatever it is you blew up on, which is your first thing. Right. And, and you know, that that's like having a hit single. Sometimes it's a kiss of death. You know, <laughs> it, sometimes it's great, it brings into checks, but after that, if you're a one hit wonder, it's a kiss of death. So right. slow and steady wins the race. Hey. Research and do what you love. There you go, that's your Wolfman wisdom. Hey, Wolfman Wisdom presents. Hey, yo, y'all didn't get the advice. Y'all didn't get the food connect. I'm telling you, I think y'all was sleep. Y'all need to wake up, get this flavor. My man has definitely brought nothing but drip through the podcast, man. And it's so, such a blessing to even sit here and connect with you. I can do this all day because I love food. I promise you. I can bring my daughter in and she'll ask you different type of foods or the burgers on the wall because she loves food just as much as I do. So, man, this is something that I do see you being in more contact with more people and inspirational people and just sitting out having to laugh and talk with them man it's a blessing <clears throat> um so hey i don't want to keep you too long like i said because it's been a vibe the whole thing has been a vibe just being here with you and look y'all y'all gotta go tap into him on social media go tap into his youtube pushes agarum up because yo y'all want to get those vibes if you're a traveling person like me and you want to know more good food spots to hit this is the plug, man. So hit the plug up, ask yeah. him about some more reviews, man, and follow his channel, man. And thank you for tuning in to the PEG podcast, y'all. We love you. And if no one else tell y'all today, tomorrow, yesterday, Char love you. Look, my man Wolfman loves you. And if you, you need some more love, look, grab yourself an arm and hug yourself wide, man. That's enough love for you. All right, we'll see y'all later here at the PEG podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Always, man. <laughs>